2: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is BELIEVE.
1: Hey hoopheads! we all hate ankle sprains and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFAST, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance, and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E, and use the code Hoopheads to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E.com with promo code Hoopheads to get 20% off. Thank you for listening to the hashtag Laker Podcast, your homie's pod for all things Lakers, hashtag perfectly for your ears. Brought to you by the Hoopheads Podcast Network. We wanted to take a brief moment here to ask our listeners to hop on over to Apple Podcasts to leave us a five-star review or rating. Your review or rating means so much to us, and it goes a long way to help us continue producing this podcast. We'd appreciate it very much. Again, thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy today's show. Thanks. Hey, what's up, and welcome to the Hashtag Laker Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Merry Christmas, everybody, and happy holidays. I'm Yoel Agazo, and today we're going to do something a bit different, something unique, and something that features you and your Laker story. Throughout the whole episode, you'll hear from various Lakers fans from all over the world. They'll have different experiences, but one thing that everyone has in common is that they bleed purple and gold. So get your hot chocolate and your favorite blanket, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy this episode. The first Lakers story is from Kathy Johnson, who had one heck of an experience back in 2006 when Kobe scored 81
3: points. Hi, my name is Kathy and I've been a Laker fan for about 30 years. I've had some amazing memories at Staples Center, but this one was epic. I had had season tickets for a few years, but mostly would buy tickets straight from Ticketmaster. I'd been told that the players were given seats for family and friends, and if they didn't use them, they would end up giving them back and they were available for sale to the public. I went online on January 21st, 2006, and saw two seats were available in the second row. I couldn't believe it. The second row. That likely wasn't going to happen again. I called on my Laker friends and no one wanted to go. Everyone said, nah, it's Toronto. I don't want to go. I couldn't pass up the experience to sit that close, so I went ahead and bought the tickets. Since none of my Laker buddies wanted to go, I ended up taking my nine year old daughter, who has now become a big Laker fan as well. Our seats were number four and five. Seats one, two, and three were empty during the first quarter. At the beginning of the second quarter, out of the tunnel comes Vanessa Bryant who was pregnant with Gianna at the time, Natalia, and an older woman who sat next to me. She told me she was Kobe's grandmother and that she was visiting for Natalia's birthday and had never been to one of Kobe's professional games before. I couldn't believe it. I asked her why, and she said, I'm afraid I might jinx him. I laughed to myself, but sure enough, he only scored 26 points in the first half, and we were behind. She said, I knew I shouldn't have come. I told her, don't worry, it's Kobe. He'll be fine. Well, sure enough... Kobe erupted during the second quarter to go on and score 81 points in the game. His mother and I were high-fiving and jumping up and down with the rest of the arena. It was electric in there that night. It's hard to describe what it was like to witness witness that historical game with Kobe's family. Kobe waved at them after Phil took him out of the game. I pretended he was waving at me, too. As I was leaving the game, all my friends were blowing up my phone, saying, I can't believe you were at that game. I said, well, you were invited. But it was Toronto, remember? It was truly one of the best nights of my life by far and one of my best Laker experiences.
1: The next story is from Kendall, who grew up outside the United States watching Laker games. He also tells us of a great story attending a Laker game with his son. So let's listen in.
4: When I grew up overseas, the first NBA games I saw on TV were tape-delayed. 1979, 1980, extremely delayed. My older cousins and uncles told me about the great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the famous unstoppable Skyhook, and I was hooked ever since. That's where it all started for me as a five-year-old. But not long after that, magic came along, and knowing his size and build as a point guard, I was in awe. I knew that he was simply unmatched You're either Lakers or Celtics at that time, and I have always been about the purple and gold. I have too many memories to share, but I guess the most recent one involves checking off a bucket list item for my son, who's a diehard Laker and Kobe fan. He wished to go to a Laker game for the first time at Staples, and so we drove six hours and went for his 16th birthday. It wasn't quite on his birthday, but it was the game versus the Wizards The Friday Friday after Thanksgiving 2019 had great seats behind the press about halfway up from the floor. These were the best seats we ever sat on at an NBA game, so it was an extra special treat for me as well. But most importantly, the Lakers won, and my son gave me a tight hug at the end of the night to thank me for a great Laker night. Oh, and we got free tacos from Jack in the Box right after My son now thinks that because we watched a game in person, that was the lucky charm that allowed the Lakers to win the championship in 2020. Glad we got it in before the pandemic. Lakers for life.
1: When I was growing up, my family would travel from Baldwin Park, West Covina area to Lake Paris for my mom's work as an assisted living caregiver. During those car rides, we would sometimes catch a Laker game on the radio. of course was still alive and doing well as a family we used to love listening to his play by play over the radio as we traveled more inland through california this next story is from manny who had
5: a similar experience my name is manuel Venegas from los angeles california san gabriel valley born and raised a lifetime laker fan since the 80s, used to take trips with my father uh, to East LA from Alhambra to go get tacos and back. And we would listen to Chick Hearns, the late great Chick Hearns, announce the games. And it was the Showtime Lakers, Magic Johnson leading the way with Kareem and James Worthy is my favorite players back then. And, uh, you know, passing the torch on to Shaquille O'Neal and, and Kobe, you know, it just uh, continuing the dynasties and. Continuing uh, on with uh, Kobe and, and Pal Gasol, just loving it. You know, we all love Pal. And, and now, you know, just loving it. You know, even though we lost Kobe, you know, rest in peace to all of those involved with that. You know, we, we, we uh, honored him by winning a championship again with LeBron James and AD. Just, just loving it, and Just loving the purple and gold. Let's go. Let's keep this going. Lakers dynasty, baby, for life.
1: The next story is from Tammy who grew up, in her own words, as a complete girly girl. That is, until she watched a Laker game with her mom. From that day on, she became a diehard Laker fan.
6: Hi, my name is Tammy and I'm here to tell my Laker story. Um, I was 12 years old. I had absolutely no interest in sports of any kind. I was a complete girly girl. And for some reason, I sat down one night and watched a Laker game with my mom. And I was immediately transfixed on the TV in awe and cheering for. I knew it. I was cheering for them and I had just fallen in love with one of the players. That team was the Lakers and that player was Maddie Johnson. I looked forward to watching every single Laker game. That was the only time my mom would let me stay up late on the school night. It was if the Laker game was on and I was lucky enough to see us win back to back to back championships. And, of course, the Magic made his um, announcement that he was no longer going to play. I was devastated. And even though, you know, after that, we had a few rough years. uh, Laker fans, we had a few rough years of not winning any championships. And I never in a million years thought that I would ever love another player as much as I did Magic Johnson. But, of course, then along comes Kobe Bean Bryant And I just fell in love with him day one. Didn't matter to me about his missed shots in Utah. I was cheering for him. Him and Shaq became the best duo in the league ever, in my opinion. And just followed him. Finally got to go see him in person. Um, It was during the playoffs um, when we played for Spurs, because I live in Texas. So I went to Spurs game playoff, and they won. And I was going crazy, and the crowd was hating me. And um, I can't really think of any particular memory that is my favorite because I have so many, uh, most of them having to do with Kobe. And um, one in particular, I guess, was that shot that he hit, those two shots that he hit when they were playing Phoenix. I was actually at work in a hospital watching the game, sneaking and watching the game in in a patient's room. I couldn't scream because I was in the hospital, but I was, like, jumping up and down in silence. It was hilarious. Me and another co-worker, we love the Lakers, and we were jumping up and down, hugging each other in silence. But a memory that's very special to me is um, his last game that um, he played on April 13th because April 13th is my birthday. So I was like, I have to be there. I flew to L.A. by myself and hung out with people who I didn't even know, but we were all Laker fans and talking and laughing about Kobe and his career and, and um, how excited, it was just an excitement in the air. And of course we all know what happened. He didn't disappoint, won us the game, scored 60 points, even though he was absolutely exhausted. You could tell by his demeanor, his run, the way he's breathing, everything, but he pulled it off in the most mumble way possible. And, um, it was just a dream come true. And I'm just honored that that moment in time is on my birthday for the, re- you know, I'll have that for the rest of my life. And of course this year, um, myself, like the rest of the world, I was completely, I don't even have the words for how devastated I was of what happened to him and Gigi and everyone else on the helicopter. Um, it's, and then that just like set off, a. a, a like a current of events that just literally made this one of the worst years of my life. And um, earlier in the summer, I wasn't working. And um, the one thing I had to look forward to was our Lakers playing in the bubble. And they kept me going and kept me looking forward to stuff when I didn't have a job to go to and couldn't hang out with friends and family like I was used to doing. So I love my Lakers. My favorite Laker of all time is, of course, Kobe. Kobe. Always will be, and um, I can't wait to see what we do this year. I hope we run it back. LA for life.
1: All right, we're going to go take a little break here, and when we come back, we'll get to a few more stories. So stay tuned, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, hoopeds! We appreciate you listening to this episode of Hashtag #Lakers. Be sure to check out these other NBA pods on the Hoopeds Podcast Network, including Cavalier Central, Risen Grind, Nuck a You Buck, Three Hundred Five Culture, and Blazing the Path. Also, don't miss our coaching-focused podcasts: Thrive with Trevor Huffman, Beyond the Ball, The CoachMaze.com Podcast, Players Court, and Bleachers and Boards. Oh, and don't forget to check out our flagship, the Hoopheads podcast, hosted by me, Mike Cleansing, and my co-host Jason Sunkel, featuring the best minds in the game from grassroots to the NBA.
7: Hey guys, this is McKay with the hashtag Laker Podcast. I wanted to talk to you about Jersey Bird, your number one custom jersey shop. They've got high quality, low priced jerseys for you, your family, and friends. The folks at Jersey Bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys, with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron high school jerseys for you to enjoy. So don't show up to your buddy's watch party looking like a bum. Hop on JerseyBirdOfficial.com, take a look at their selection, and use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order at jerseybirdofficial.com.
1: Welcome back to the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I'm Yoel Agaza, and we'll go ahead and continue with a Lakers story from one of Laker Nation's Most well known guys. He's appeared on NBA TV defending LeBron James as the MVP for last season over Giannis and recently was featured in the NBA's 2020 holiday commercial. And we've actually had him on the show before as well. So let's listen in to Gio.
0: Hey, what's going on, everyone? My name is Giovanni Lim. You can call me Gio. You can find me on Instagram. At Giovanni Lim, and on Twitter, at M R G L I M, Mr. Glim. I just wanted to share that I became a fan when I was eight years old. I just realized who the Lakers were. It was 1988, 1988, 1988-89. They were defending their back-to-back championship. And people were going crazy about the Lakers. And what caught my attention was when Gary Vitti was telling this Magic Johnson that he couldn't play. I was watching this grown man cry on TV, and I was wondering, why was he crying? Why was he so upset that he couldn't play? And then after the Lakers had lost... And the Detroit Pistons were just celebrating. They had a um, celebration uh, for Kareem when he retired. And uh, I just thought, hey, is this normal? Is this what every team does? And I continued to watch them from that point on. And then when the Lakers played the very next season, I, I was glad that they could play on TV. And I could watch them. But growing up in Gardena, uh, at that time, my family didn't have a lot of money. So we didn't uh, subscribe to cable TV. We couldn't afford it. So all the games that I caught on TV, were the the ones on KCAL 9, they were all road games. So every game that the Lakers played, uh, they were getting booed, uh, beat L.A. Chance. uh, But the Lakers were still beating everyone. Uh, they had the best record that year, I believe, if I can remember correctly, <laughs> but um, I, I, I just remember my parents uh, admiring how much I loved the Lakers, uh, how passionate I was with every single game, so uh, during the holiday season or birthday parties, we would go over to our family friends' homes and At this place, they would have uh, their subscription to cable TV. And their cable TV would show the Lakers playing at the forum. They were wearing their gold uniforms. All the fans would cheer for the Lakers every time we made a basket. It was a completely different world that I was watching. I I was wondering, hey, there's no beat LA chants. There's no uh, booing. And it was just a wonderful experience just to see that. Uh, You see Magic Johnson just leaving the break, you know, with those golden uniforms. So I asked my dad, hey, how do we get cable? What's this cable TV like? And unfortunately, we still couldn't afford it. So my dad actually um, uh, showed me how to listen to the Lakers game. with uh chick hearns chick hearn uh, just uh narrating play by play just talking about how far away from the basket the person was and and what they were doing on defense and if they uh, committed a foul i mean he painted the whole game through the radio and i could still hear the fans cheering and going for the Lakers. Uh, So uh, I learned to love, to listen to the radio, to be able to quote unquote, watch the game. And it was because of Chick Hearns that I grew to love the Lakers even more. Uh, And that's how I was able to listen or watch all the home games was basically through Chick Hearns until I was around, I don't know, 14, 15 years old when my family could finally uh, get cable and I was able to watch uh, all the Laker games uh, home and away uh, at that time in my life. Um, so that that's what I remember the most. And um, my favorite Lakers memory would have to be the first time I ever went to a Lakers game. Uh, it was for my 10th birthday. My dad surprised my mom and I with tickets. He bought it from a scalper. It was about ten, twelve bucks per ticket. We sat all the way up in the nosebleeds at the Great Western Forum, and and the Lakers won. The Lakers just demolished the Minnesota Timberwolves that year, and it was amazing just to see it in person. And um, I'll I'll forever cherish that moment because I was one my first Laker game ever, and two. It's a memory that you'll cherish forever with uh, your mom and dad, you know, family. Uh, I'm very lucky to have that in my memory bank uh, to be able to experience that. Um, So fast forward years later, my next favorite Lakers memory was meeting Kobe Bryant. That happened to be the first Lakers player I've ever met in person. And um, that was uh, a week after the Lakers had lost to the Boston Celtics in the 2008 finals. I just happened to be super lucky to be able to meet Kobe Bryant at that time of his career. And the only way I was even able to meet him was due to uh, this uh, contest that KB24.com was running at the time where... Uh, they would randomly pick 50 uh, members of the website to basically meet Kobe Bryant. Um, And and I was one of the 50. I got to meet him. It was amazing. He was really down to earth and chill. And um, I'll never forget that. That was something I'd treasure uh, for the rest of my life.
1: As you know, Laker Nation is all over the world. From LA to Chicago, where I live today, from New York to London, from Germany to China, from Australia, and all the way back to LA. This next Laker story was submitted by Aria from the Philippines.
2: Hey everyone, I'm Ira Wall from Philippines. I just wanted to share my Laker story. I became a Laker fan since 2018. My favorite Laker memory was the 2020 NBA championship. Each finals game was a thrill for me, I've always wanted them to win the game. Every time I watched them play, I always prayed that somehow they would win because I really really wanted them to. My fun Laker experience was when a stranger came to the place where I am watching the game, then he told me that the Lakers would be defeated by the Miami Heat and become a loser then I felt mad at him and said no they would win Kobe would help them win and be the champion and that's it they became the 2020 NBA champion I'm really happy my all time favorite Lakers was both LeBron James and Anthony Davis they are both great and I wanted them to see that together play for a long time that's all LeBlox
1: the following Laker story is from Warren in the Philippines who grew up watching Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Today, he's still a diehard Laker fan.
7: I started becoming a Laker fan during the Showtime era when I first saw Kareem Abdul-Jabbar doing those skyhooks back in 1986. Although I was completely heartbroken to see the Lakers lose to the Houston Rockets due to Rob Sampson's clutch shot back in the Western Conference Finals, during that time. But I watched in awe the basketball wizardry of Magic Johnson and the defensive prowess of Michael Cooper, as well as fascinated by Kurt Rambis' seemingly nerdy looks, but being such a relentless rebounder and high percentage shooting down low because of smarts and because of Magic Johnson's passing savvy. And I admired the suits Pat Riley would wear with much class as if he was the Italian godfather, and how he motivated the players to get better, including Magic, who would develop respective outside range to lead Lakers to back-to-back championships in 87 and 88. Forever Laker fan, even during Nick Van Exel's time, during the painful years, until Kobe Bryant and Shaq brought them to 3 and glory once again. And even up to now, still diehard Laker fan, win or lose.
1: There's nothing better than watching a Laker game with your family or friends. Perhaps those are some of your most favorite Laker memories. This next story is all about that.
3: All
8: right, so my name is Michael Westbrook and I've been a Laker fan since, I mean my whole life. I was born and raised in Southern California and my whole family is, well, I guess I wasn't born in California, but I was raised uh, in California my whole life, um, since I was about two, and my whole family is a Lakers fan. Um I mean, my uncle is McKay. I come from a long line of just Lakers fans, and so I've uh, just been a Lakers diehard all the way. Um, I think probably one of my favorite memories of, you know, like, one of my favorite games or favorite moments is, is Kobe's 80-point game. Um, just being a kid and watching somebody do something that great it was just amazing. I remember asking my dad, like, like what happens if he scores 100? Has anybody done that before? You know, and nobody's ever done that, you know, before, you know, after the goaltending days, and so I was really hoping, hoping he would, but uh, he, he just went off that night, and And so that's always a fun memory that will live in my head. But um, I mean, cool experiences I've gotten to go to a Laker game or two. Um, I think I think my first ever Lakers game and pro sports game was uh, going to a Lakers game for my birthday. I think I was about thirteen or fourteen. I think. Um, Yeah, it was it was just a super fun time. I got to hang out with the whole family and we got to just go and, and watch Kobe play. Uh, it, was, it was super interesting because this was when they were still good. Uh, I think this was back in 2009, 2010. So a good year for the Lakers. Um, yeah, so, I mean, great all the way around. Um, just fun times, fun memories of going with family and seeing them and watching the Christmas Day games and uh, when all the family's over, just having those playing and having yelling through the house whenever somebody misses a shot or we barely lose a game by a point or two. Uh, that's always been some of my favorite memories, and and by far, I think my favorite player is Kobe. Um, nobody will beat him um, in terms of Laker players. Always loved Kobe. Loves Gasol. Uh, yeah. I mean, how can you not like anybody but Kobe? So, go Lakers and Merry Christmas.
1: The next and final story is from Raymond. He shares his experiences watching Laker games even during his daughter's high school graduation.
9: Hi, my name is Ray. I've been a basketball fan for a long time. Laker fan since 1979 when Magic Johnson came. Um, I have a lot of Laker Laker uh, stories and um, mostly watching it with my kids. Um, my two girls um, are now twenty six and twenty two, and um, got them to love watching the Lakers. Uh, they always talk about how we watch the Lakers and are able to, you know, remember watching Kobe and Shaq win the championship three times in a row, and then when Powell and Kobe won the championship, um, was just really sad that, that COVID came because we weren't able to watch the Lakers win together, uh, the LeBron and eighty style but you know Lakers are always going to be our team we uh support them bad good whatever whatever it is um you know uh even when i remember when the Lakers were winning in 2000s in the 2000 early 2000s when we were at graduations and i know everybody at the stands was watching the graduation but also watching the Lakers win the championship so Um, a lot of stuff, you know, my daughter graduated and then at a party where the whole family was watching the Lakers play in the championship game. So, um, many stories for us, um, just glad that you guys are able to do this and, um, you know, hope we do this more and hope we win more and the Lakers are great. Well, uh, great to Jeannie Buzz too for winning and really proud of the Lakers.
1: Well, that's all we have for you today. We appreciate all who participated in submitting their Laker story, so thank you. Laker Nation is one of the strongest and most loyal fan bases out there. Kobe and Gigi's death, COVID-19 pandemic, the social justice movements this past summer have made 2020 difficult and hard for many of us, including myself. Honestly, in my opinion, this has been one of the toughest years and one of the toughest Laker seasons ever. But how this team has persevered through these circumstances and the challenges it went through and how they responded by ultimately hoisting the Larry O'Brien trophy at the end of the day should all give us hope during these holidays. Again, we will not be back until the new year, but I hope you all have a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. With that said, have a great day, Root for the Lakers and we'll talk to you next time
8: This game's in the Admiral refrigerator the door is closed the lights out Butter's getting hard the eggs are cooling and the jello is jiggling
1: Hey guys Let me tell you about these delicious protein bars. They're called Built Bars. Ever heard of them? The typical protein bar is dense, gritty, and difficult to chew. Not Built Bar though. The texture is light and fluffy, and it's covered in perfectly tempered, 100% pure dark chocolate. With each bite you take, you will think you are cheating on your diet, indulging on a chocolate dessert. We think you'll agree. There isn't a more delicious way to get your protein. Built Bar is the favorite protein bar of many fitness trainers and fitness enthusiasts alike. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream. It's like eating a candy bar. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LAKERPOD to get 10% off your order. That's promo code LAKERPOD to get 10% off your order at BuiltBar.com.